It's the Northern Blitz Podcast. Bling. Welcome to the Northern Blitz Podcast. You are listening to NFL coverage from your friends up north. We are in Canada. Hey. And I am your host, Tyler Thrasher. And with me to my right, as always, except for that one time he missed, Jamie McCord. Whoa, whoa. We got to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm here to his right. They call me Old Faithful. I'm on the couch. I'm ready to do this. Wait, are Let's you, rock. Are you doing nicknames this time? No, it's actually, they don't call me that. I was just saying, I'm here. I, I, was, did, I was trying to downplay well, your, I you trying to take Justin's time. thunder. Yeah, I think you just I'm, wanted I to miss the nickname, no. nickname game. No. It's fine. And, and who you're hearing from right, from right there is Justin McCourt. He is straight ahead, not on this couch. Yeah, AKA, uh, I was going to, you know, the whole time I was thinking, AKA the Zen master, but I don't know. You know, it depends on how faithful listeners are. I think I've used that before. So I might have to go with Mr. Flexibility. Oh. Mr. Flexibility? Oh, yeah. As long as it's not old faithful. Are we doing like ironic ones this time? No. I've been I've been hitting up, uh, doing some morning hot yoga, boys. Hot, hot yoga. Mr. Flexible. Yeah. Uh. So I would like to go with the Zen Master because I, I, I think I've used that before. I think I came back from a retreat or a spa one time. May have used that. But here's the deal. You know what? Phil Jackson... He didn't corner the market on being a Zen master. There's lots of them out there. Easy, Mr. Flexibility. So yeah. you're comparing yourself to uh, Phil Jackson? Well, in some ways. How many rings does Phil Jackson have? Nine? I don't know. I could go buy rings. How many rings do you want me to buy? Yeah, he got... I mean... He I, earned his. I mean, I have seven rings at my house. Do you? Yeah. Six Super Bowl New England Patriots and one Toronto Raptors one. Oh, yeah. I yeah, have one Tor- Toronto Raptors one. Just uh, one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get those rings. I should have, though. Still time. Good luck, buddy. Either way. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty flexible and pretty pretty zen-like. Thought you were saying, like, you don't mind switching your name? Nickname up. I'm Mr. Flexible. But no, you're actually meaning your body's flexible. Got yeah. it. Okay, moving on. Yeah, namaste. Right, and I like, I mean... What about this day? Namaste. It's go. nice to see that you've gone to the Zen Master because you have a, a an anger history. And it's nice oh, to see that you moved yeah. on. Let's did, you, not. did you not ever see <laughs> the last dance? Up? Phil Jackson didn't always look like he was the Zen master. That's a strong point. You know, yeah. like you tell that to the to Big Harv and see what and see what he says about yes. Yeah. I haven't even bust that one out yet, Tyler. Don't get ahead of yourself. Oh. I got a lot of nicknames. Oh, dude, I didn't. Oh, sorry. Don't out me. Spoiler alert, guys. Yeah. Wait. Wait till next episode. <laughs> All right, guys. There's a huge uh, game last night. Monday Night Football. You got the 49ers beating down the. All-star team Rams, 31 to 10. What are you guys feeling about that upset? I don't know. I didn't see uh, OBJ making a lot of noise there last night. Well, losing like that, he probably will make some noise. Well, that's true. He'll make noise after the game. He's kind of known for it. Yeah, the three targets. I mean, yeah, he wasn't huge. Two for three, right? But I think going into the game, everything I heard was he was going to get like a number of snaps and not be like a huge... Yeah, that was so. I wasn't too surprised by that. Yeah, what so. I was surprised by is that uh, Stafford didn't know what team he was supposed to throw to. Yeah, he, yeah, the defense was really making it difficult for him, wasn't? Weren't they? Well, yeah. and then in the second half, when he was able to kind of get it going, his receivers were dropping balls left, right, and center. Like, yeah. it was that was terrible. It was got to be better than that. I feel like when things start going bad in the NFL, they just get worse. Like, you miss throws, and then. After you start hitting throws, people are dropping it. Yeah, it's just, you get out of that rhythm and it's hard to get back into it. And isn't it really interesting this year though? It's like, is there any team that just wants to be at the top? Like, I feel like there's all kinds of these teams that are looking fantastic, and you know, you've got like the Rams. They're looking fantastic, and then all of a sudden they come out and crap the bed like this. Uh, you know, no offense to you, Tyler. The no. Cowboys. Uh, we could go, you know, like, and then this week they they're buzzsawing through. I mean. Yes, a, a lesser opponent, sure, but they did what they were supposed to do, you know. And so, and but there's there's teams all over the league that this is kind of happening is, to. There isn't a team in the league that doesn't have at least two losses, and for the most part, they're bad losses. Right? Yeah, it's like, not just like Tampa Bay ones. went loss a bye week loss. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to lose after the bye week for them. Yeah, Tom. I don't know if you guys saw Tom's press conference. He he was none too happy. No, and deservedly so. And here's the other thing with this game. Do you guys know how many times in a row that Kyle Shanahan has beaten Sean McVay's team? That's five. Oh, wow. He owns them. Doesn't matter the records. He goes in and he beats Sean McVay and their buddies. And I bet you when they get together, there's a lot of smack talking happening. But five in a row is pretty impressive. That is impressive. 
Um, we missed last week, and there was some kind of fun news. You know, OBJ, he went to the Rams. We just talked about that a little bit. Um, Cam got signed back with the Panthers. What? What? He's back. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. What an uh, first play in, runs for a touchdown, three for four, threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. That's an incredible impact for the amount of time he was on the field. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think they're going to put him out there as the actual quarterback? Well, he's getting first team reps this week. That's what Matt Rule said. So I think the plan, he said the plan, I, we didn't pay him this much money for one year to sit him. So I think he's their guy right now. I kind of thought that, you know, the same thing. And... Do you guys think that he can lead these guys to the playoffs? Right now, they are the seventh playoff spot. They are in the playoffs right now, five and five. I think they're five and five. But they have the last playoff spot. Do you think he can keep them there? Yeah. You know what? It's interesting. I think that he he looked to me like he gave him a spark they didn't have. Now, in terms of his ability to throw the ball downfield, yeah, I don't know. He hasn't shown a great ability with that shoulder problem a couple of years ago. that came up, well, I guess it was about three or four years ago in Carolina and he had the surgery and, and, you know, he then had a kind of crap year there, went to new England, didn't seem to be able to throw the ball deep downfield anymore with any accuracy. So, I mean, that's to me, that's going to be a problem, but you got Christian McCaffrey. You don't need to throw the ball, you know, yeah, 50 yards down the field, hand, hand it off little screen passes. Uh, so maybe he can do something. I'm, I'm a little shocked though, because I actually kind of thought that Sam Darnold was going to revive himself a bit there. And he, and at early looked, on in the season, like he looked good, didn't he? He looked really Pre-season good. Preseason, he looked great. Early in the season, he looked good. And I don't know what happened. You know, I do wonder, I don't know what you guys think about this. Is there any chance that concussion that he took a couple weeks ago is just still lingering? Because it looked like he was doing well until he kind of got that concussion. I mean, that's possible. I The other possibility is just, you know, he is who we thought he was. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to let him off the hook. No, we wouldn't do that. Right. I mean, he's he's struggled. I mean, yes, he had lots of different offensive coordinators. He had not great teams. But maybe he's just not that great of a quarterback also. Yeah, I think, you know, he came in on fire. Lit, won, like, what, four games in a row. Yeah. Then kind of fell off a cliff. Then, like, I think he played the Cowboys, and he played. He still played all right that game, but they ended up losing it. But then he just, like, got worse and worse, and now he's, like, they bringing in Cam. And I think even if Darnold's healthy, I think they're going to play Cam. I think that's the plan from what I can see. But it was a, it's a, it was a shocking mid like, early season, like, just turnaround for him, looking great and just looking like garbage. Yeah. I don't. So do you think Cam, do you guys think Cam gives them a better chance to win? I don't think it does, and I don't think he's going to get them in. I don't think he's going to keep them there. I don't. I don't think it does. I, having watched him all last year, and to be fair, Cam was stronger and better at the very beginning of the year before he got COVID. But watching his arm motion, watching the way he throws, even missing like short pass one hops to people. I mean, four plays impact for what he did. That's fantastic for this last week. But I can't see him sustaining that for the rest of the season. Well, here's here's just a fun little some fun little stats. Uh, PJ Walker. So they win the game thirty four ten, right? PJ Walker threw one hundred and sixty seven yards. Sixty six of that was to McCaffrey on ten receptions. So again, can he throw the ball six yards to McCaffrey? Sometimes he can, and sometimes he'll one bounce it to them. So here's the thing: the thing that I saw in that game is. They had looked lifeless, the Panthers. I think Cam came and gave them a shot of confidence, gave them a shot of uh, like adrenaline. I don't know, it looked like a shot of adrenaline, and they were playing some good football. Their defense still has a lot of good playmakers on it. They were playing lights at the beginning of the year, and they just looked lifeless. I think he has brought in some confidence, a little bit of swagger. Like, would you say swagger? Swagger is probably the word I'm looking for. It's perfect. But here's the problem they are sitting right now in the, the third wild card spot. Yeah, you got the Vikings. The Niners look great last night. The Falcons have been playing good ball before last night. The Eagles are playing really well at four and six. They have to. I think one of those teams has a really good chance of jumping in and taking that spot. I think the NFC is just too uh, too competitive right now, and uh, I kind of feel like they're going to lose that spot. But I hope they don't because I kind of love Cam. I love Cam. 
Love the guy he is. He seems like a great guy. Lots of energy. I hope he's back for real and that he can get him into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I I was, uh, as you guys know, kind of my Sunday setup is I've got, uh, you know, I've got the four games kind of picture in picture. I got red zone going and I've got three other games of my choosing. I kind of go back and forth and I even sometimes take them away. I happened to have the window open with the Panthers when he first went in and was doing the I'm back. As soon as I saw him go in, I, you know, I maxed out the screen and kind of went to that game and it was, it was awesome to see. Yeah, I was excited. Yeah. All right, guys. It is week 10, and on week 10, we do our week 10 NFL awards, kind of like mid-season, mid-ish season awards. We're going to go through each award, well, at least the ones, the main ones. We're going to start here with Coach of the Year, guys. And I think, for me, this is kind of an easy one. You got a team that had low expectations coming into the year. And they have turned themselves into one of, the, if not the best team in football. If their quarter was, quarterback wasn't injured, they might be 9-1 right now. I'm going to give it to Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's got this Arizona team buzzing right now, playing great defense. Kyler Murray's playing his best of his career he's ever played. they got playmakers all over the place. But it all starts with Cliff Kingsbury. So for my coach of the year... I got to go Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, and I think he's doing he's doing well there. We see he's been able to turn that team around. What happens if, you know, Kyler's out for a bit, the team slides, they lose a couple of games. Does he still get it, do you think? I mean, we're sitting week 10 and they have been playing well. What if they what if they kind of go back? So, I, you know, I I'm going to propose also like another name in there because I do think that it's amazing to see how much uh, Cliff Kingsbury has turned around. We talked about this preseason about the Cardinals. They kind of had this potential, but we didn't really see them doing as well in that division. Oh, yeah, not right? at all. You, you uh, almost did. I know. I was like, I really think they are on the cusp. But what about also another guy who similar style, like Vrabel? I'm thinking, you know, he's yeah. got this team, made the playoffs the last couple of years, and he is able to overcome some pretty significant injury, losing you know, arguably the best running back in the game at that point. Yeah. He was the rushing leader. Likely looked like he was going to be the rushing leader for a in third the, season in a row. In the MVP race. Yeah, absolutely. You lose, uh, you know, your your best player. And they're still, they still probably, seem to be rolling. Probably not a player that's more important to their team. It's not a quarterback. Yeah, yeah that's a great pick. Rabel has got them, they won, what, they've won five in a row against each, every team they've beaten this five-game stretch was a playoff team from last year. So they're not just beating anyone. They're beating good, no, solid they, teams, yeah. and they're doing it without their, a lot of the time without their best player, and they're just getting it done. Super impressive. Rabel would be a great choice. When I, we, I, I was just going to say, like, I think their only kind of big blemish is that loss to the Jets, and it was a close one, 27-24. And, I mean, down here I got Rabel, I got Kingsbury, and I also got why don't we throw Mike McCarthy in there right now? I know they don't have as many wins down at seven, but their defense was so bad last year. It was terrible, right? Yeah, yeah we get it. And that whole, like... Yeah, no, it really was bad, Jamie. It's It's been a whole, uh, like, no one... I mean, offensively, we knew that Dallas would come out and be strong. Yeah, we knew their offense wasn't great last year, but that is a product of losing your But what was their last for... score? 45-3. And Atlanta was playing, has been playing well the last little while. They've been playing all right, and so that's, you know, you got to have Mike McCarthy, I think, in there as well. Yeah, and I think with the Cowboys, a lot of people might have, you know, talked about them being at the top of the NFC East, but that was basically by default. And it wasn't guaranteed. I saw lots of... Sure. Yeah. It was a default thing, though. It's like, if you're looking at these teams, of these crap teams in the NFC East, who's the best of these crap teams? Okay, maybe Dallas, right? Like, Yeah, no, exactly. But they've come out and shown that they are, uh, I mean... Legit. Yeah. And that's coming from an Eagles fan, guys. Yeah, I don't like it, but it is, it is what it is. But it's truth. All right, so we got Offensive Player of the Year, guys. And I find these ones hard, especially when the MVP we're going to do a little bit later as well. Yeah, is so they, do you exclude the MVP So, candidate? you know, we'll work around. But here's here's my guy uh, for Offensive Player of the Year. I got to go Lamar. Lamar Jackson with Baltimore Ravens. It's hard to look past the passing and the rushing and, and all these, he's won the ball better than he ever has still like one of the, in the top 10 in rushing in the NFL. 
and he's just incredible. As an offensive player, I don't think anyone that's more dynamic. 2,447 yards, passing 14 touchdowns, 639 rushing yards, only two touchdowns, which was a little bit surprising to me, but he does it all. He's the main force on his team, rushing and passing. I got to go Lamar. What if I throw out a name of Cooper Cup? Well, you'd be throwing out a solid name. <laughs> what are you guys thinking about that? Jeez. Cooper Cup. I mean, I was really needing a big game from him from fantasy last night. Oh, you Came sure through did. in the end, ended yeah. up beating Justin. But you ding dong. I went to, you know what? I, I, would, I didn't even bother staying up for the whole game. Third quarter, I was just telling Tyler, third quarter I go to bed. I still got, I'm up three or four points on you. It's looking good. I, I wake up, Cooper Cup caught like another six passes for another 60 yards. Garbage so, time. So 10, 10 games. He has 85 receptions, 1,141 yards, 10 touchdowns. That's like a year That's for, a solid year for, for very, very good receivers. Jeez. Right? He still has seven, seven games. Like, like, this is a crazy year. So, I mean, I think you got to have Cooper Cup's name in, in the running. Yeah, that is a great. Like, those numbers at the 10-game mark are incredible. Upwards of 15 touchdowns. That's crazy. That's like some Randy Moss numbers. It is. You know, I got I got a couple names too. I've got Matt Stafford, who I think is probably in that race as well. He's throwing, uh, you know, like three thousand yards. Yeah, a ridiculous amount. Uh, but the name I'm going to throw out there, I, I just think in terms of what he does for his team, uh, is Josh Allen. He's also, you know, yeah. he's he's throwing twenty six hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns to six interceptions, and three rushing touchdowns and three hundred. 322 rushing yards as well. So, I mean, Solid. he's super important to his team. I mean, with these guys that we're talking about, I think it comes down to, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, part of it also comes down to, yes, there's the individual part, but how much, like, how important are you to your team? Kind of like you were saying with Lamar Jackson, Tyler. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a great pick because if they had another quarterback, like a pocket pass or something, like he does... He's their running back and their quarterback. That's a really challenging thing to beat when you're looking at kind of a offensive player of the year. Yeah, like that's he is another great name, and and all these teams are winning, right? Like they're they're all in the top ten teams in the league, and that always makes a big difference. And they're probably the reason why. What do you guys think about Devontae Adams? Would you put him in the running? Would you put his name in there? Would you throw it in the hat? I just think with the year Cooper Cup's having, there can't be another receiver that would get it over him. Yeah. So I think you, I think you nailed it. If I was going to put another name in, I'd probably throw Dak Prescott in just because he, he is having a standing season in the Cowboys. Or you saw what they were without him last year, and now uh, he's fairly dominant. Are you trying to say that Big Red wasn't getting it done last year? I mean, he didn't get it done. No, no, he, he did, did not I win the Super Bowl. I, th- I, th- I think it happened already. Oh, it's done. It's over. All right, let's move on to Defensive Player of the Year. I got uh, a couple names here. I got Miles Garrett. Got that, too. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Also down. Miles has got 13 sacks, leads the league. Trayvon Diggs has eight interceptions, leads the league. It seems like he's getting another interception every week. And, which is crazy for nine games. But uh, those are my two early favorites what do you guys got anything different no i got garrett Diggs, watt yeah i had tj watt in that in the well i thought you're going uh, cardinals well. again no yeah that's no. a good also if i was gonna give it to someone i'd probably go miles garrett like 13 sacks is incredible that's yeah, pretty impressive at the 10 game um, mark if Diggs keeps it up, like going one, you know, if he keeps, then maybe we can talk about it. But I think right now I go Miles Garrett over Trayvon Diggs. And yeah, I think, yeah, TJ Watt's a great number. How many sacks does he have? Does anyone know? Sacks does TJ Watt, Watt have? TJ Watt, it's a 10 and a half, I think. 12, yeah. No, 12 and a half. 12 and a half to Garrett's, uh, was 13? he a 13? 14? A 13. Okay, here's a name, and it's not going to be a popular one. Oh, no. I'm just going to throw it out because, you know, and I was doing some kind of research for this stuff. Is it J.C. Jackson? No. Oh, okay. Jeez. Logan good. Wilson. You guys know who Logan Wilson is? Mm-hmm. Linebacker, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, the Loganator. Yep. I'm just going to read out some some stats that this guy has. Before you do, I am going to let you know. Saw this the other day on his Twitter you might not know he actually does have a real nickname, not like Mr. Flexibility. Logie Bear. 
Logie Bear. The Logie Bear. Yeah. Uh, you might be making that up, but I'm going to go with it. The Logie Bear. Uh, so he's got 76 tackles on the season, which, you know, puts him maybe at about 15th overall. He's got a, a single sack, four interceptions, a forced fumble, four pass deflections. Um, and here's the thing. Cincinnati was rolling and they were doing well. And so he was really a big part of their defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just is always around the ball. Now, he's not a big name. He's in his second year. And I don't think he's actually going to win it. Yeah, I love the dark horse. But I I would say this. Here's a name. Because uh, I think there's a lot of people out there probably listening. You don't know who Logan Wilson is. I remember it was like maybe second or third game of the season. So I was, again, watching a couple of different games. I saw him out there and I just, like, I couldn't stop watching this guy. He's all around the field. I mean, as a linebacker with 76 tackles, you know, he's probably stopping a lot of guys. He's stopping a lot of runs that are getting through and things like that. But just the fact that he's got a little bit of everything. There's not, there's nothing he doesn't do. You know, getting it, he's got a sack. He's got four interceptions. Like, four interceptions as a linebacker, you know, he's no, he's no digs, mind you, but... Uh, no, no, but no. that's, that's uh, I mean, that's something that's really awesome. Second-year player, it's a guy you're going to want to watch for the future. So, obviously, you know, may not be in the mix right now for Stevens play of the year, but it sounds like he's moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. and with a nickname like Logie Bear, I'm sure yeah. he's going to, like... Logie Bear Wilson. <laughs> he's going to be off the charts. You heard it here first. I, like the dark, I love the dark horse, by the way, Justin. Well, well done. Now we got Offensive Rookie of the Year. And, uh, you know, I don't think, you know, the rookies, they're playing all right, but there's a few that kind of separate themselves. And I think that for me, the the top dog has got to be Jamar Chase, 44 catches, 835 yards and seven touchdowns. You know, he's not that far away from those gaudy numbers that Cooper uh, Cooper Cup has. And uh, he is my um, offensive rookie of the year right now. And I think my runner up. It's got to be uh, quarterback Mac Jones. Jamie's trying to tell us. He's been trying to tell us. We haven't been listening, but when they won four in a row, he's not making the mistakes. He's getting it done. I would say he's my runner-up right now. You guys got anyone else, or you want to agree with me? What do we got? I, I mean, those are really the, the two names that are forward. I mean, there are one of the places you can go if, if you were like, oh, who are the favorites? You can go to like betting sites, like Bet365 or whatever. You can look at future bets. And I mean, those two guys are head and shoulders. Once you start getting into the next, it's like 10 to 1, you know, compared to those guys. So uh, those are really the two big guys. I don't see anybody. Najee Harris, I, you know, you can put him on that yeah. list. But he's he'd have a lot of work to do. And he's had some up and down games, really. And let me just say this. You got also Creed Humphrey, who's playing center with the Chiefs playing awesome. These are offensive linemen. They're not going to win the award. No. Uh, Slater with um, Rashawn Slater with the Chargers having a great year. So these guys aren't going to win it, but they're having outstanding years. Jamie, you got uh, anything yeah, for us? I think it'll be interesting to see how the the back end of this goes because Jamar Chase has been playing fantastic. And I'm interested to see how Mac Jones finishes out this year. Sort of, we have Josh McDaniels keeping some training wheels on him for the first little while. And it seems like in the last couple games, they've let him start to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. They're letting him to do a little bit more things, right? I'm impressed that he's got a 70, pretty much a 70, you know, completion percentage. It's like 69 for a rookie, 13 touchdowns now, seven interceptions, you know, 2,300 yards, 10 games in. I think he's head and shoulders above other quarterbacks that are uh, rookies right now. That doesn't mean that that's how it's going to pan out. But like I, like Chase has also been playing lights out. So we'll see where this goes. But I'm liking, I, I think it's a two-horse race and we'll see where it goes. It is. You know, I, I the tricky thing is that the NFL does put a ton of value on that quarterback position, as, as it should. I mean, that is it's what drives your offense. Uh, that year, Tyler, that Dak won, uh, mm-hmm. was there another rookie on the team that year? Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, how many yards rushing do you remember? Like, just roughly. I think it was like 15 or 16. Pretty enormous for a rookie, wouldn't yeah, you say? 100. Yeah, he like, had. It was pretty enormous. Did he lead the league or was he, he second? He, I think he led the, led the league. Yeah, I think he was like one or two in the league, right? Yeah. And Dak ends up winning over him. Yeah. Which, and not, not to take away from that, I think, but to me, probably Zeke was more important to the team that year. Um, and it's not to take anything away from Dak, but I think that that's a great example of, of a running back who 
outplayed, yeah. you know, I mean. Zeke was better at his position than Dak was at his. That's what I think, too, yeah. right? For sure. That year, for sure. The other thing that's been not, interesting. Not, not anymore, though. Yeah, not to say that, not to say that Dak didn't play well yeah, that yeah, first year either, but. The other thing that's interesting about the Mac Jones conversation is that even early on in our losses, those losses aren't attributed to Mac Jones because he, he was still getting the things done that he was needing to get done in terms of completions and the Patriots doing, I mean, you have fumble by running well, I would back. assume that you the losses have, are attributed to the entire team. They are, but just as the wins you're are. driving down and you're getting in field goal position, a running back fumbles the ball and then you know, the other team can run the clock out. And you have a couple of close games like that. The good news is they won't factor any of that in. No, okay. For rookie of the year. I don't think they will factor in who's loss or where. But No, but is you are you putting your team in a position to win? Because does that play into it? Right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, honestly, I think that he's doing well for, for a quarterback. I, I do think that really if we were to end the season now, it should go to Jamar Chase because, yeah. uh, you know, if you if you didn't have Mac Jones in there, could another quarterback do some of the things they're asking him to do? Possibly. Having said that, he's playing well, right? Yeah, can't take it away from him for sure. No. All right, moving right along to defensive rookie of the year, and uh, this one warms my heart a little bit because I am a Cowboys fan. But uh, I got Micah Parsons. He's got fifty eight tackles, forty four solo, six sacks, and eleven tackles for loss. And uh, for me, he's head and shoulders the best rookie on the defense side of the ball. There's guys that plan having great years, like uh, Patrick Sertain Jr. is having a great year in Denver. Um, uh, Ojolari with the Giants is having a great year. Other guys having solid years, but I just think what he's done for that cow, as you guys said last year, how terrible they were. And he has been the biggest, brightest spark on this team. Playing a lot without Randy Gregory, without Demarcus Lawrence, and still he's leading our team in sacks, and uh, it's just been an incredible year. I got Micah Parsons. Right now, he is the one that's leading, I think, that that push in terms of defensive rookie of the year. I don't really see anybody that's c- comparing to him. Yeah, I don't see I don't see it. Like Micah Parsons is is way faster than I thought he was. You see that guy moving sideline to sideline, it's crazy. It doesn't matter if they're gonna put him on the D line, they're gonna put him in the linebacker spot. He's he's getting the job done. He's ridiculous. All right, moving right along. We are going to uh, finish this off with the MVP conversation. So, you know, I find this difficult, especially with your offensive player of the year. So I went away from my offensive player of the year and went with a different player. I went Kyler Murray. When Kyler Murray's through for He's missed the last couple of games, but in uh, in eight games, 2,276 yards, 17 touchdowns, 147 rushing yards, and three touchdowns. And one of the biggest things that MVPs you got to win. And when he's in the lineup, they are 8-1. and one. So for me, I got Kyler Murray MVP as of week 10. Where are you guys at? Okay, a name that I just wanted to throw out there as well is, you know, guy who probably helped his case a bit this week. And he's a little bit of a dark horse at this point in the season, although I don't know if you ever want to count him out, but Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the guy just helped his case a little bit by throwing 400 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, he's also the kind of guy that can do that for the next four games and then all of a sudden turn those tides. So he's a guy that I would consider. I mean, the first part of the season... He's been up and down and, and has not played quite as well. I think, Tyler, you've touched on this in past podcasts is that he hasn't quite always got that luck catch that he has been known for the last couple of years. And this week it looked like he looked like luck was back in his, uh, you know, in his, in his back pocket. Yeah, he has. And the thing is, he hasn't had his best year. He's got more touch, interceptions at 10 at this point, which is a lot for him. And they're not winning as many games, but his stats are up there. And uh, if he keeps rolling like he has been, it wouldn't be a surprise to see him shoot up to to get the MVP this year. No, I mean, he he is second in yards. He's at 2,900 yards, right? Second behind Matt Stafford. So I'm wondering, and we've already talked a little bit about this. People talked about him as possible offensive. Um MVP or Offensive Player of the Year. But what about uh, throwing it out there, that Josh Allen, that dual threat of the run with the pass? 
what is he? I think he has 19 touchdowns, six interceptions, like yeah. 23 or 2,600 yards, something like that. 670 rushing yards. 300 rushing yards, 2,600. Oh. But still, and he's got uh, three three rushing touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a possibility. I'd also throw Dak Prescott in there as well. I mean, Dak's playing really well. He's got the team going, going, you know, and looks like they're firing on all cylinders last week. Um, but... I would I would put those two names in there as well. Yeah, I think those are good choices. I mean, let's be honest; it's almost always a quarterback league. Uh, you know, sorry, an award, and uh, it's probably going to a quarterback. But uh, you know, I, if Cooper Cup keeps this pace up, you could put him in the conversation too. Sure. If Derrick yeah. Henry didn't get injured, I probably might would like would throw his name forward. And if the impact, if the Browns can get it going, or Diggs keeps it up. Right, like if Diggs ends up with like fifteen picks, you could see a defensive player. Like if Miles Garrett finishes with like twenty something sacks. Yeah, I was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, are, Which he's on pace to do. Like with this, especially with this extra game, with the seventeenth game. Yeah, I mean, some other names that we haven't thrown out. Some of the names that we might have thrown out for you know offensive player of the year, like the like Matt Stafford. He is leading the league in yards right yeah. now. He didn't really make his case yesterday. Yeah, it's so hard when they have a stinker, eh? To like, like last week, you're not thinking Dak for MVP. And then this week, you're thinking Dak for MVP. Right. Well, honestly, even Mahomes, the fact that he threw 400 yards and five touchdowns, right. like if he does that one or two more times, That's now he's crazy. leading the league in, in yeah. passing and, and touchdowns. The other thing is, and Tom Brady, obviously. Like yeah. Tom Brady, I don't think you can rule him out. He's third in the league in, in passing yards at uh, – at twenty, almost almost twenty nine hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns, seven interceptions, that's and one hundred six pass rating. Twenty seven, twenty like that's for some quarterbacks. That's a full year. Twenty seven yeah. is so. I mean, you know, you those are some of those names. We're gonna see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I think it'll start. I think we'll start to see some separation here. Yeah, and it's usually a team that wins, right? They don't give it to a, a team that doesn't win. No. so we'll see how that goes. Well, that was a fun conversation. I, mean, I can't wait for week 10 next year to sort this out again. Moving on, we got our game balls from last week. I might as well go first since I'm already talking. I got Jamie's MVP, Josh Allen. What, what? Throwing for 366 yards, two touchdowns. But... He had a receiver also in this game. Have a pretty huge night. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give two game balls. Oh. Stephon Diggs, yeah, eight yeah. catches, 162 yards. One game, two That's balls. That's crazy. That's yeah. right. And a touchdown. And uh, so the Bills. And I, you know what? I feel a little bad because against the Jets. And they have been playing like garbage. Just won a couple weeks ago. But, you know, they did beat Tennessee, who looks like one of the top teams. So, yeah. you know what? Who knows? We got Allen, Diggs, the connection, game balls. Boom. Nice. Well, I'm going from last night. I'm going with Debo Samuel. Ooh, Debo. You know, Debo. What's what's happening with Debo? We're gonna put him in at running back. How how you think he's gonna do? Well, you know, let's take, you know, thirty six rushing yards with a with a rushing touchdown. But we're also gonna, you know, catch the ball in the backfield. We're gonna do some receiver stuff. We're gonna get five receptions for ninety seven receiving yards and also a receiving touchdown. So we got two touchdowns. We got over 130 all-purpose yards. We got a guy in that running back who's not usually running back. I'm loving it. Debo Samuel. Yeah, he was watching, all over last you're night. You're watching the game last night, and he's like in the backfield, and he's rushing from the tackles, rushing outside. And then they're like, then he's like, okay, you need to be back to being a receiver. And he's catching slants and taking him to the house. It was yeah. crazy. He was lighting it up last night. And for my fantasy team, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, I wish. I wish I had somebody lighting it up last night. Cooper Cup, unbelievable, crushing my dreams. All right, well, I'm going with. We've already, I've already mentioned him. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe yeah. like Cam Newton, guys. Maybe I'm back. Who knows? You know, he hasn't really been playing stellar uh, football. This was the first week since October third. Since October third, six weeks. He hasn't had a passer rating over a hundred. And like he's been laying some stinkers like 70, 90, 62, 74, 74. This week, 127.6 passer rating, 406 yards, five touchdowns. Need I say more? I mean, 
the guy just lit it up and he did what they needed to do. They won. They got themselves back on track. And so huge division game. Oh boy. I think, I think that this might be the start of something for him. I think I've, you know, I don't know if anybody's been listening to these all season. I've been saying saying that because they're playing the Cowboys next week. No, I know that they are playing the Cowboys. And we talked about this before we started this podcast. That's going to be a tough one, but this is what they do. Don't count them out. You know, I think Mahomes kind of thrives on this. I, I know he's been playing from a place of respect the last couple of years and people are expecting a lot from him. But I think, you know, he's a dangerous guy to count out and he has some serious ability. And he showed it. And he gets my game ball. All right. Game ball to Patrick Mahomes. And he definitely earned that with five touchdowns and 400 yards. Good choice. And if you hadn't heard enough of Justin talking there, you're about to hear some more because he's about to pick against the spread. This is the time where Justin, we have to put a little disclaimer here that we do not, uh, this is for fun only. We are not encouraging any betting and we are not responsible for your crappy losses. Or if you pick my, I think, great picks, lose money. Not not our responsibility, is it? So, Justin, go ahead and tell them who to pick. All right. So, uh, Jamie, you you might be liking this. I see you got, what are you, property of the New England Patriots. Is that what your sweater says? Mm. Yeah, it does. They own you, eh? They do. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I have got them as one of my locks this week. They are playing Thursday night Lock against the Atlanta Falcons, and they are a seven-point favorite, so they got to win by seven. Lock it in. Lock it in. I can say it after every one of your picks. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I don't need to say it. All right. Next game up, Green Bay Packers at... The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, a division game. It's a division oh, game. That's scary. Yeah, it is. But I think Aaron Rodgers is just playing with a little bit of chip on his shoulder. Not looking like he's got them COVID effects. So I'm going with it. It's a their two and a half point favorite over Minnesota. Lock it in. And last but not least, I don't know. It's gonna be a tough one. You should know because these are your lock Yeah, in. well. Dallas Cowboys are a Two and a half point underdog. Yeah, two and a half point dog. Two and a half point dog to the Kansas City Chiefs at Kansas City. In Arrowhead. It's a loud place. It's a hard place to play. Can be. But I think that the Cowboys, uh, you know, I think they embarrassed themselves a couple weeks ago. It looked like they came out last yeah, last week and they were they were going for two point conversions when they were up by 30 some odd points. Like they were stepping on necks last week. They did. And so I've got them to cover the two and a half underdog. Lock it in. All right, Brett, well done. So if you want to make some money, don't do that. But if you want to just have some fun, go for it. Because we do it. not condone gambling. It's time for us to do the pick em. And sorry, I just like to throw a disclaimer out here, guys, is that last week we didn't have a podcast. And that was my father hurt my back. I was at a commish. We tried to work it out, but we couldn't. And that's on me. So we don't have picks from last week, although I did go through what I had set up, and I would have went four and one. So I'm a little oh, dis- disappointed. Son of a hey, gun! It doesn't count. Yeah, dang it. Unless you want to give me four and one, that's fine. Well, I think I would have gone five five and zero. Yeah, my so my picks were five and zero. I was too. definitely five and zero. Yeah. Right. So we're. I'm happy to give Jamie. You want to give him the four and one? Five and O's. Yeah. You guys, like, I was just being honest. All right, guys. I was me- just having a moment of honesty. How with, am I not being honest? Because you're a liar. Yeah, I'm. I'm the Zen master. I'm Mr. Flexibility over here. All right, so here we go. Uh, First game. We're going to take those Patriots and Falcons Thursday night. Hold on one sec. I'm going to just stop you there. Oh, sorry. I want to go through and just tell us. I know it was two weeks ago, but I still want to let you guys know what we're looking like. Yeah, how we're looking. And and what happened two weeks ago. That's a sell. I always forget and try to jump in ahead of you, don't I? That's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind. This is your time to shine. excited. Go and shine, buddy. This is all I'm saying. Tyler's picks were Colts, 49ers, Packers, Bengals, Steelers. He had win, loss, 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 win. He went two and three two weeks ago. Justin, Colts, Cardinals, Packers, Browns, Steelers. Win, win, loss, win, win. Four and one. Yeah. Jamie, Colts, Cardinals, Packers, Bengals, Steelers. Win, win, loss, loss, win. Three and two. So that puts us at a total of Tyler, 21 and 14. Justin has now tied him, 21 and 14. Yeah, I did. Creeping up the back end at 19 and 16, G-A-Dog. Yeah. If Jamie. Jamie did do nicknames, that would be one of his, the Creeper. 
Oh, I, I thought you were going to go J-Dog. You went oh. with Creeper on that. Okay. Interesting. Also yeah. J-Dog. You've probably been called J-Dog <laughs> once or twice that. in your life. All right. As so I. Yep. I could have really used that four and one last week. Yeah, what's, what's, you really like could have. Yeah, but I would be in first place with my five and zero. Oh. You would not have got five and zero. Oh. <laughs> you don't even know the games because I didn't even tell you which ones they were. I know, All but right. I probably would have. Well, let's get to these games. All right, I'm excited. We got get ready. Patriots to Thursday night. Patriots at Falcons. At Falcons, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Listen, scary. The Falcons are two and two in the last, and including the beat down in in Dallas. They're playing good football. No, I know. I was I was singing their praises. I think three or four weeks ago. Yeah. So now that being said, I don't think that offense is going to do much against the Patriots defense. So I'm picking the Patriots. Yeah, uh, I just picked them to to cover a seven point spread, and we're just picking them to win by a point. So I think I got to stick with the Patriots. Jamie, I just think Falcons. I think the Patriots D is playing too yeah, good right now. I bet you do. We're going Patriots. All right, it's a clean sweep. Cowboys at Chiefs. This is going to be a tough game. This is a 50-50 coin flip for me, but I'm going to stick with my team, the Dallas Cowboys, at Chiefs, at in Arrowhead, by the way, guys. Now, this is a tricky one because I actually think that the Cowboys will probably win it. But for that, for them to, to win me some money in that spread, I don't need them to win. I just need them to not lose by three. And so strategically, I think there's a chance Chiefs could still win and pull this game out, so I am going to go with the Chiefs. So you're going to pick the team you don't think is going to win? No, I, I think it's a really close game, and I think that the Cowboys will cover the spread, which is a really tight spread, but I think they'll cover it. So I think that, that means that there's a chance the Chiefs could win, and I'm going to take that strategically so I can get the point on you. And I think the Cowboys, I know two weeks ago they had a bit of a blip, but I think they'll be back next week like they were this week. I think that they're still playing really strong, and I'm going Cowboys. All right. Next is Packers at Vikings. I know, man, I didn't know all your locks were going to be in here. I didn't, yeah. We, well, I do my locks separately from yeah, it. Yeah. So that is a, it's a shocker. And uh, I don't know, man, this is a tricky one for me because I feel like this is the kind of game the Vikings win. It is a trap game, it's and a division game. They're tough. It's, but you know, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Give me the upset special right here. Give me the Vikings at home. Beat the uh, the Aaron Rodgers-led Packers. And you can mark me down for the Packers, baby. I'm also going Packers. It's so tough with these divisional games, right? They know each other so well. I'm going Packers over right now. All right. Next is Bengals at Raiders. Two teams that have looked promising but also looked bad. Both need a big win. I think they might both be 5-4. and four. Division game. Not a division game. Not a division game. A conference game. That, sorry. Yep. Um, I'm going to go Raiders. I'm going to go with Carr and the Raiders. Give me the Raiders at home. And I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. This was one I was almost putting into my locks. It was uh, when I was doing the research for it. I I couldn't pull the trigger on it, though. But I'm I'm pulling it here. So I, I always... Like just as we're going, put your guys' picks in to see if I get right where I think you guys are going. I was completely wrong on that. Just so you guys know. All right, I'm going Raiders. Oh, at home, Raiders are coming through. I'm going to see some nice quarterback play on the Raiders. Here we go. It's yeah. coming up. Derek Carr, go for it, buddy. DC, right. are you with me? You know, last but not least, Monday night. Oh yeah, the upstart New York Giants. Versus the downtrodden Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with the Buccaneers. I know they had a rough go, but I think I think they're going to rebound. Yeah, I think the Giants are in the worst time to get the Bucks. Coming off two straight losses, and they're angry, and they're going to be on Monday Night Football. Give me the Bucks by about 42. <laughs> yeah, I think Tom Brady's going to going to pull up Patrick Mahomes uh, from this week. This isn't one of your locks. Listen, guys, I know. The Giants have always had Tom Brady's number. In the I would Bowl? not bet against the Giants. Well, except for this week. I'm definitely going Buccaneers because, <laughs> let's be honest, the Giants aren't winning this game. Yeah, you think they'll bring Eli out of retirement maybe for it? E- nope, I don't think so. No, but I bet you Eli is going to do his telecast. I bet you he is. And I'm going to love it because I like to listen to that. And hopefully he rips the Giants. Uh, Peyton and Eli. Who knew I could like Eli Manning on some level? There you go. <laughs> Other than just looking at his weird face. I mean, he's not as funny as 
Peyton. He's got some good pouty eyes. No, but he knows it too. Like he knows his place. He knows he's number two. You watch a telecast and it's like, this is Peyton's show. I'm the sidekick. Yeah. And everybody, everybody that interviews always like, hey, Peyton, hey, Peyton. Nobody's yeah, like, hey, Eli. Yeah. Sometimes I feel actually a little sorry for him. Hey, man. He's got two rings and uh, lots of money. Yeah. So. He's doing okay. All right, guys. It is time. Back by popular demand. People weren't loving brother versus brother versus cousin. Cousin. So we're going back to rapid fire again. Yeah. Bring it on. The champ is here. Do you guys remember who has the belt right now? I, I do. do. I've always had it. I, always I do. I got it last week. Oh, yeah. I think Justin said, why do you lie, man? No one can trust you. Yeah. Justin? Jamie. That was to lie. Jamie. I, I wouldn't lie if I was Justin. Uh, listeners out there, I was looking at Jamie when I said, yeah. why do you know why? Because he's a liar. I'm not going to follow him anywhere. My pants are not on fire. Second right. time I used so, that joke tonight. Yeah. Here we go. Justin, are you ready? I am. Jamie, you ready? Uh, just give me one more one second. I think I just punched my microphone. Um, you okay. did. Um, yeah. um, just wait. Zen Master. I'm channeling my inner Zen Master. What are you? Why are I you am doing now this? ready. I am ready. You yeah, know he, what? Your your originality stinks. Tyler, I'm in his head. Threw him off oh. his game. All right, Justin. You can't throw me off. I'm so Zen. More impressive win this week. Washington football team beating the Bucks or the 49ers beating the Rams last night. I'm actually going to say Washington beating the Bucks because Washington stinks. 49ers have like been up and down. Washington I'll give it to you. Stinks. That was a huge win. Didn't see it coming. No. Jamie. Yes? Should ties exist in the NFL? Yeah, they're part of the game. Or, heck no, they're gross. No. Ties are the most disgusting part of any kind of competition. I can't even believe the NFL still has them. You need I'd rather see you go to like kicking field goals as like extra point goals, like some kind of way like that to win it, putting pressure on kickers than have a tie. Ties are you. the most disgusting thing ever. I'm with you, man. You know I'd what? rather have a soccer shootout than, than we're gonna give tie. him a, I'm gonna give Jamie a point an extra yeah. point because he really, really went in on it. Yeah, you leaned in hard. I, I agree. Just so you know, I'm giving him one of my points. I agree. Whoa, yeah. I've three, 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 three on that play. Justin, yeah. it's gonna be hard to win this one at this point. Yeah. Justin, better chance to get the number one, number one seed in the NFC, the eight and two Arizona Cardinals, or the eight and two Green Bay Packers. I think the eight and two Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to say Green Bay Packers, and only because their quarterback is out, and you got to win games. It's going to be harder. So, but you know, if Kyler was Murray, I might have went with you. All right, but I'm going Packers. Jamie. Yep. Who would you rather? Who what quarterback would you rather start your NFL franchise with, the razzle dazzle of Lamar Jackson, or the confidence of Joe Burrow? I think I'd rather go with the razzle dazzle of Lamar Jackson. I love what he's doing. I love that he's got the dual threat. I love his confidence and the swagger he plays with. But I love what he brings to his team in terms of leadership. Boom. Agreed. Justin, who has a better chance of making the playoffs in the AFC? The five and four Chargers. Or the five and four Raiders? Tough question. I'm going to say the Raiders, I think, actually. You know what? A couple weeks ago, I probably would have said the Chargers. I just don't think, I think they've started to flatten. We've talked about this before, though. So my logic here is that the the Raiders look like they're overcoming adversity and the Chargers do not. You know what? I might have went with you, except for last night. The, the Chiefs just put it on them. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I'm gonna give you a no on that, but it was a close. That was a really that was a, that a, was a tight it's a one. tough one. That was a tight yeah. one. Yeah, Jamie, who has the better chance of making the playoffs in the NFC? The four and five Vikings or the four and five San Francisco 49ers? I think you have to go with the 49ers. I know they've been up and down. Last night was just ridiculous. Their defense looked so good. The Vikings are, cons- you know, they're doing well and they're consistent, but they're not getting it done when they need to. So I'm going 49ers. They just looked so. Crazy last night against such a such what you thought would have been a dominant Rams team. Yeah, that's 49ers. The, I think that's the most impressive part about last night is just that they were playing the Rams, who have looked pretty dominant. Yeah, crazy. and who? Yeah, Garoppolo so getting it done. That is uh, that's correct, Jamie. And since Justin gave you your his only point, the winner and new champion, undisputed. Justin? Jamie McCoy. Oh, I thought maybe still. there was still a chance. No, out because, of maybe because uh, be- I mean you got the one given with him, and then you got that one. Then you didn't get any more points. I was kind of doing the old like you know just by being charitable. Maybe I would get some bonus points on that. 
you know what? You get one bonus point, and yes. but Jamie still wins. Oh, and he actually gets my bonus yeah. point, doesn't and you, he? And then you gave it to him. So, like yeah. I said before, the champ is here. Yeah, this week. Nice work. Nice work, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Good and, tough questions, oh man. You yes. know, sometimes I really think your questions are stink and lean towards cowboy fans. Things. Those are some tough questions. The truth is, I thought cowboys enough, so you'll pick mine. I, I'll be honest about it. If, if the Cowboys aren't the right answer, mm. they're not the right answer. They just happen to be the right answer Some, when you throw them sometimes out. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. <laughs> yeah. I think I went against the Cowboys once. Maybe once. Someone picked them and I went the other way. Once. But you know what? I, I try to make it even and fair. Either way. Well Buddy, done. Those were some real I loved ones. it. I loved it. I love the effort you put in on the questions for the rapid fire. It's, it's so awesome. I love just debating and talking about this stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Well, with that being said, um, oh, sorry, one last thing. Oh, there's one last thing. Yeah, thing. But ties. What do you think of ties? Ties takes no ties in football. Uh, there, any ties in professional sports is ridiculous. Yeah, I liked it's your dumb. phrasing before. Disgusting. It is disgusting. You, you went hard. I liked it. But yeah. I also want to give a shout out to Ties Takes. If you haven't Ooh. checked them out this week, make sure you get on northernblitz.com. Check out Ties Takes. Might not have been a great take for the Monday night game last night, but... <laughs> Didn't nail that one. No. <laughs> you but can't win them all. But other ones, pretty fantastic. Love checking out Ty's well, takes. First of all, I thought the Rams would run the ball against the bad run defense of the 49ers, but they didn't go that way. They instead went with uh, throw the ball to the 49ers, which yeah. isn't the game plan I thought they were going to have. And then they just got behind, and I, I thought like Henderson was, was going like, to eat up yards. They were going to keep punching the run, punching the run, and then throw off the run, but they did not. McVeigh, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Attack your I opponent's weaknesses. That's what you do. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Thank and you. that is our show. Um, you can www. www. Sorry, you can reach at thenorthernblitz.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at North, Northern Blitz with the Y being an I. No, the I being a Y. I'm so yeah. bad at that. Yeah, always. And you can also email us at thenorthernblitz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, guys. It's another Blitz podcast. Ring. <laughs>